always learning mm -hmm. and in this industry because I'm an old head in the industry technically I've been doing it for um, in business for 14 years mm -hmm. but um, I'm an old head so I'm always willing and wanting to learn more about the industry and about the clients you know to I don't like when I deal with a vendor that says well you should have ushers I'm just using that as an example you mm -hmm. should have ushers you should no we should I'll give you Tech, um, basic traditions, but you have what you want at your wedding. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? What up, though, Black Friday family? Welcome back to another installment of the podcast. As you know, I am joined by my lovely wife, Miss Amanda Turner. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Or should I say Mrs.? Mrs. Ooh. Mrs. There we go. Yeah, All right. there we go. Yeah. All right. Yeah, get me right. So <laughs> <laughs> we are continuing our Black Wedding Vendor series and talking to all of the wonderful people who help make our special day that much more special. And today we have our day of coordinator who is known month of, of month, month of month we, of. Yeah. We okay, started don't, talking. Don't limit her <laughs> today. Uh, yeah, yes, get it our, right. Get it right. Our month of coordinator and wedding extraordinaire, Miss yes. Lorna, Mrs. Lorna Marsha. How hello, are you? Hello, hello. My beautiful, one of my beautiful couples. You guys looking good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. We try. <laughs> <laughs> well, we really appreciate you joining us today. And I give all of the guests that come on the show the opportunity to express who they are uh, from their lens. And if you could invite us a little bit into who is Lorna Marshall, what you're about, and then also, of course, tell us about Passion Firm. Okay. Well, my name is Lorna Marshall, and I am the lead designer for the Metro Detroit location here. Um, me and my business partner do have two locations, one in Texas and one in here. One here. Um, actually, how we got together is we both had our own company as emerged um think in 2016 and created created this company name um but it's been a wonderful blessing since then but i started in the industry after i got married my wedding planner was like can you let me plan your wedding you know like can you sit back i was like okay task complete what's next what's next what's next and um i was so excited about doing it and i did a lot in my church prior to that anyway so she was like you should do this as a career help me out and i was like Oh, I like that. I like that. At that point, my son was two and I needed a little wait time. I was a stay at home mom and I needed a little wait time. And I really enjoyed um, <clears throat> spending some time away from home working with her. But I loved it so much. And she did it part time. I was like, I want to do this full time. But I love being an entrepreneur, being self-employed. It's challenging. Um, definitely it's pros and cons. It's not for everybody, but I would not trade it for the world. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I was asking Amanda, uh, or I was talking to her before we got up here and started recording about, I'm interested into what did you do prior to, like what's your professional background prior to you being stay at home mom and going into wedding? Interesting. You asked that my, um, I was in the business administration. I don't have a degree or anything, but I, at that point, at the moment, my last job, actual job, my last corporate job was in 2006, and I worked in a collection agency. And I was so depressed. I hated it. I put lean on houses of people that I know they don't know to this day personally. I repossessed cars. And I realized, I was like, it's not that serious. You know, but of course, that was my job, and I had to keep my job. But I hated 
every minute of it. And I was like, I don't want to have a job that I hate. Mm-hmm. All money is not good money. So that was my lesson. And after that, I just changed my whole thought process. And I've always been a manager, a planner with planning. Let's do this. And always, um, you know, coming up with all these ideas. And I was like, I can do it just for myself and make money off and monetize off of it. And I love connecting people. I know someone that does this. I know someone that does that. So as a planner, that's primarily what uh, 60% of my job is connecting my couples to wonderful vendors. Mm-hmm. Love it. And as you stated, you have a business partner who runs your Texas office. Is it in Dallas? Or- yep, Dallas, Fort Dallas. Worth. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said that you all met and you had separate companies before. How long were you in business bo- uh, by yourself? And then how did you all connect? Or was she always in Dallas? Or how did that? She's from here, too. So okay. my company name was um, It's Your Day. Her company name was Eco Posh. Mm-hmm. And we met at a networking event here. And then she moved in 2000 and. Don't call me on the year. She moved some years ago mm-hmm. and we became business BFFs. Mm-hmm. But it's it's interesting even how we got together. I felt it was um, ordained by the Lord because our husbands worked at the same job and was co-workers and kept saying, your wife is so much like my wife. They <laughs> need to meet each other. And they kept saying that. And I never met her that way. Mm-hmm. However, at the networking event, um, I told him, I said, I met this wonderful woman and I just like her. So then I went stalking her on Facebook, Facebook. Yes. and <laughs> she had a very interesting last name. Mm-hmm. And I told him the last name. And he was like, what? that's the woman that I've been wanting you to meet all these years. So I was like, when, when God is in it, it'll definitely work out and connect. So we just kind of became business BFS when she moved out of state. She's moved twice. I went and helped her when she first got started. Mm-hmm. And then um, she just prayed about it. It was like, I think we should merge because we always just bounced ideas off each other. And it was the best thing that ever happened to my career. And it shifted it in a whole different way. That's amazing. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So we will definitely get back into the more business related questions. But I want to introduce you to my favorite part of Black Fridays, which is Freestyle Fridays. So, Lauren, I hope you can Uh-oh. rap or something. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You just said that. I'm like, <laughs> like where are we going? <laughs> but, no, it's a random assortment of questions. They're all about you. So, you should I- get them all right. And I just want you to a- answer each one and answer honestly. Okay. I was I was worried because my husband was, he was going to talk about me if it was freestyling. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, what would you say is the last full album that you listened to? Full album recently, Kurt Franklin. I just went to the concert. Reunion tour, nice. Yeah, it was good. Um, Your wedding day emergency kit, what's the one thing that's in there probably that's either the most surprising or that you get the most use out of? The most use out of, believe it or not, is um, safety pins. Um, The most surprising is probably boot tape. (laughs) That's legit. (laughs) That's real legit. (laughs) What would you say is the craziest thing or wildest thing you've seen at a wedding so far? Okay. You don't have to say name names. Name names because we know you got a business. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a bride that passed out right after she said her vows. Wow. Yeah. That was the most craziest thing. She was dehydrated. Yeah. So when I tell you guys, I think I said at the rehearsal, drink water. Yeah. Because I don't want you to be a part of my story. Yes. That's why. Fair enough. (laughs) Thank you for the warning. (laughs) 
um, your dream location, someplace you have not yet worked to either do a wedding or some type of event. And that could be anywhere in Detroit, Michigan, or the world. Where would you want um, to I would say California. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's just, it seems like perfect weather all the time, you know, instead of de- dealing with bipolar Michigan, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. indecisive Michigan, I should probably say that better than bipolar, but I, I feel California would just be a perfect day all day. So it'll be a wonderful outdoor event because outdoor events stress me out. <laughs> That's legit too. And last but not least, uh, we learned about uh, your current job and then previous job, but what would you say is the most random job you ever had? Oh, most random. Ooh, okay, let me think. Um, well, I used to flip burgers back in the day at, at McDonald's and um, Burger King. But actually, I don't. Th- I think that would probably be my most, most random. random. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you know, I was an Avon. I assisted was the Avon, Avon lady, and I was an Avon lady. Okay. Yeah, so, skin so soft. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I still use skin so soft right now. <laughs> that was yes. My grandma was an Avon I keep lady. Keep it in my car to uh, spray myself um, with the for against the um, mosquitoes. mosquitoes and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You knew you was getting skin so soft. Okay. Yeah, so Avon yeah. lady, that would be one. Okay, all right. So we got we got a bonus. <laughs> Well, you passed Freestyle Friday for Flying Colors, so okay, congrats okay. to you. Okay, I'm glad I didn't have to be you know? <laughs> <laughs> And going back into the business-related uh, questions and, and kind of your journey. So you invited us and told us about what you were doing beforehand. And I'm interested to know, like, even in the – you said you got inspired after your wedding to go into planning weddings. You always kind of had that planning spirit. But what kind of keeps you in the industry because, like – as you know, that's a that's a hectic environment you're going into nine times out of ten. And, you know, things don't always go as smoothly. But like what kind of keeps you willing to make these things happen for the, the, pe- the people you work with? Yeah, actually, wedding planning is one of the top 10 most stressful careers. Um, so thanks for asking that, because people don't even think about that. With our industry, it's very stressful. Um, you definitely have to have a balance. And it's so crazy because every year I want to quit. I'm going to be honest. Since COVID, I've really been feeling Mm -hmm. like this. Since COVID, I want to quit. And I'm like, no, I have great clients. Um, You get one PETA. I'll tell you what PETA is if you don't know. But um, (laughs) you'll get one PETA out the bunch. But I'm usually able. I have PETA flags in advance. Pain in the ass. That's what PETA means. Um, Sometimes sometimes you'll get a PETA client. (laughs) And I usually can kind of weed them out in advance, you know, but, um, after I go home on my way home, I'm on such a high, my back is hurting, my feet are hurting and aching. My legs are swollen. My eyes are tired and I'm sweating, but my ride home, I'm on such a high of everything that all the work that we have done all these months prior to to plan this one day that's usually 12, 16 hours for guests about eight hours has been done and accomplished and my couple leaves happy. I can't even express the feeling that I have. Mm-hmm. And that keeps me going, to mm-hmm. be honest. It really does. Well, we uh, can definitely testify to that firsthand because at the end of the night, yep. we found you. Like, with everybody who was like, thank you, Lorda. You had sat down. You got you some pizza. Mm-hmm. We got us I some know, pizza. I was sitting down. Yeah. We like, sit down for a minute. <laughs> I, I kept telling the man, I'm like, Lorda looked like she was at peace. <laughs> she just looked like she was finally at peace. It's funny. I, I 
drink just a little, but I'm not a big drinker, but I always grab me a Pepsi to go home and I sit my legs up and I have to really wind down before I can even go to bed. Like mm-hmm. literally. So I go home and drink my Pepsi and just chill out for a minute and then go to bed. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's needed. That's needed, especially after such a huge day. And as you mentioned, in terms of the stress, um, that obviously being one of the most stressful jobs. But how do you manage? Because in addition to it being a stressful job, that's such a stressful time. Like we can attest to uh planning being a stressful time but then of course like day of and another thing is that you don't know necessarily you know a couple of the players in terms of who's going to be at the table and who's going to be there that day but you meet new people and the energies that come in so how do you manage that and make sure that that doesn't become your stress i realize i have two additional careers besides wedding planning i'm a therapist and i'm an actress Mm. so i can put on a face (laughs) it's funny because i did a wedding that was near your place Mm -hmm. and the crowd was out of control. We needed to do a room flip. So everybody had to leave because it was a liability. Mm-hmm. And I was like, excuse me. I'm really calm at first. Excuse me. But I was very direct and respectful. This lady tapped me on the shoulder. She was like, you are the goat. <laughs> it was so funny. She was like, because I can tell they are driving you crazy. But you were you just said that so professionally. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. You know, but yeah, you learn how to act mm-hmm. seriously. Because, you know, some of the things that people um, say, it affects them and, and, you know, their situation. But it's overall planning a wedding is not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But I also want them to feel like they're being heard. But I also got to handle this behind the scenes. So mm-hmm. your situation has to sit down or is not as important as it is to you as it is to me. Mm-hmm. Because as as a planner and managing the day of, I'm overseeing kind of everything behind the scenes. So, yeah, just acting is great. And then uh, also, can you tell us, like, what all of your services or uh, you all services at Posh and Prim include in terms of, like, being able to plan the wedding day? Because we were able to utilize you for the coordination. But then, of course, like you are doing full fledged planning. And I'm not sure what other services you might have, too. So we um, we um, offer planning, floral and design. So I do. Um, 100% planning and design. My business partner, she does planning, floral, and design. Mm. I personally don't handle flowers. She loves flowers. So I stay in my lane. I'm very familiar with some things with florals, and I'll help with the, when we're talking about design with florals, and I make sure things make sense, and I know some um, keywords and everything, but that's our niche, planning, floral, and design. And do you all, so like, of course, she mans the Texas office. You are here in Detroit. In terms of when you have a Detroit couple who comes in and they want like full packages, does she consult with the florals from Texas or does do you all do you ever go to Texas to do weddings with her? Or does she come up to here to do them with you? Yeah, I have one on the eleventh um next month in November I'll be going there and I was there last November and it was cold I was like I didn't come here for it to be colder (laughs) here than it is in Detroit but then she was here she did a wedding in July so we kind of pick and feed the times that we want to um go Mm -hmm. you know to the opposite place and then we'll help and do that wedding so Mm -hmm. not all of them but then she'll do more here because she has family here she'll spend a couple weeks here you know and everything so We just kind of pick and and choose based on vacations and availability. Cool. And then, sorry. And then for them, they're busier now Mm -hmm. and during the spring 
for Michigan, we're busier during the summer, mm-hmm. and she's mm-hmm. on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Considering the weather, that makes a whole lot of sense. Because it's hot. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's 80. She's like, it's 120 <laughs> here. I'm like, oh, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, when I asked it, I, I got to bring this up because when me and Amanda were looking for people to work with as far as coordination, design, all those type of things, we would uh, run into different um, vendors who would like offer full packages and then um individual services are like a la carte so i want to know like as far as the industry goes for people who have similar businesses like yourself do you i'm assuming the money maker is being able to do the entire wedding from beginning to end and for you personally is that a preference or are you fine with like you know no let me get you this service here and this service there or are you like no just let me do the let me do the whole thing my preference is full planning because i'm very familiar with everything so the day of i don't even have to look it up or try to memorize it because I just know. And then I know all the vendors prior to, but when I deal with month of management, I have to come in. If I don't know the vendors, get to know them and communicate with them. Hey, I'm Lauren. I'm nice to meet you. I look forward to meeting you. But prior to that, I've already met with them um, and I have a relationship with them. Even if it's somebody that I didn't know personally, you know, we've already built a rapport prior to um the month of so it is a, a little different and I, I that's my preference i do i would say about 98 percent of my weddings are full planning gotcha and <clears throat> sorry um so you are a very highly highly rated company um i found you i think i was looking on the knot originally when i first came across uh posh and prim and in my research, of course, like looking at the different clientele and some of the reviews, I see that you work with couples and families from all different cultures and backgrounds. And that was something that really caught my eye. Um, and then being someone who, of course, we're all from one, well, maybe like multiple cultures, but we have our own culture. How do you, um, what do you, how do you learn or what are the things that you put into practice as you learn to work with couples from other cultures and as like learning about their different customs and traditions? Patience. Um, Because obviously I know how the black culture is because I'm black. Um, Well, you know, but but I'm I'm very familiar with that. But I had to even learn there's a difference with interracial couples, Mm -hmm. you know, because you're having a mix of of um, guests that are there. And now I'm dealing with a lot of fusion weddings, meaning there are two different faiths coming together. Mm -hmm. So. And I didn't find, I just, somebody just asked me this yesterday. They was like, I think your niche is interracial couples. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, like, cause she said, she said the same thing. She saw a lot of different cultural weddings and everything. Mm-hmm. She was like, it seemed like you're verse. And I just kind of learned as I went, you know? So at first I did have one idea client and I do have a general idea client, but I did have one, um, for, when I first started, I did primarily Caucasian weddings. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of bared off and I would do, you know, primarily a mixed bunch of weddings. Then I started doing Indian weddings. Once I started doing my first Indian wedding, I just, I always do at least one a year. And then other cultures and Asian weddings and everything. So I love it. I love learning um, their traditions because of some things that we are we as black people do that they may not do. And I love, you know, learning it and, and doing the family dances and the Greek dances and the, just the, the, um, 
the barats as the entrance in for the groom um, with the Indian weddings. And it, it's really fun. And it, that's that's another thing I'm always learning. Mm-hmm. And in this industry, because I'm an old head in the industry, technically, I've been doing it for um, in business for 14 years. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm an old head, so I'm always willing and wanting to learn more about the industry and about the clients. You know, to I don't like when I deal with a vendor that says, well, you should have ushers. I'm just using that as an example. You mm-hmm. should have ushers. You should no. We should. I'll give you tra- di- tech, um, basic traditions, but you have what you want at your wedding. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So that's important, and especially I like to advocate for my clients with venues because they're really stuck on the basic mm-hmm. stuck in a box style. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of bared off a little bit. Sorry. Oh no, no. that was fine. <laughs> that that was dope. <laughs> I'm interested to know what have you seen change in your time in the industry in that 14 years? Large bridal parties have changed a lot um, and they have decreased. It's it's interesting because now it seems like they're starting to increase. So they have went down to like one, two, maybe none. And now they're starting to increase slowly. So I don't know what the balance is there. But the one thing that I have seen um like this come this season that just passed, I probably had three weddings that did um, a garter toss. That's a lot of people are t- starting to um, omit garter toss and then have the couples. I hate using the term couples, the bridal party members, because mm-hmm. they're not couples come in separately and instead of locking arms. I think mm-hmm. I asked you that because mm-hmm. a lot of people I hear behind the scenes. So I'm always That's listening and, and I call it ear hustling. And uh, I hear a lot of women like, oh, my husband, I just don't feel comfortable, even mm-hmm. though some it's not that big of a deal to some people, people but to some is. people yeah. it is. Right. You know, they're locking arms, walking down, mm-hmm. you know, like they're a couple and they feel uncomfortable. So I always ask my couples do you mind or do you have a preference or to even ask their bridal party um especially their bridesmaids if they care or not yeah Mm. that's another one that's big um in terms of excuse me the industry so something that i've seen that went viral on social media was i don't know if you've heard the story about the wedding coordinator who hung the dress in the um you saw (laughs) so there's a wedding coordinator who hung a dress on it's like the fire i don't know what it's mm-hmm. called but essentially it triggers the water to go off and it's not just water it's like all this pressure and these chemicals mixed in and it destroyed the entire bridal parties everything dresses makeup hair the makeup artist lost her kit which was worth thousands of dollars the bride's dress was ruined all her things were ruined and they were literally like in the video they're running in in the room it's flooding stuff. into the hallway yeah. and they're trying to grab stuff and on top of all of that she didn't have insurance to cover any of the stuff that got destroyed so i want to ask you what is because that's something that i think if you're doing like design and stuff like that in terms of like bringing in vendors i can see insurance but i don't know in my head and i don't know maybe that's just because just like we're outsiders in terms of the industry you don't think like oh as a planner you need insurance for like stuff like that because technically you're not a vendor you're not bringing in these things but it's like oh if you destroy something Mm -hmm. so is that something that is like that's just always in the back of my mind or like are there any other unconventional or things that other people might not think about that you need to have as a wedding planner yeah insurance is important and then you need insurance to protect yourself if you injure yourself Mm -hmm. um a lot of venues require to see your liability insurance and then insurance to forgot 
insurance to cover, God forbid, somebody says that you didn't do the job that you were supposed to do, you got in an incident or a fender bender or what have you, you know, it's always insurance for that. And then the other insurance, which is not legally insurance, is I always have an assistant, but we don't ride together. Mm. So they have access to the timeline and everything. And as much as it's easier for us to just, hey, let's ride together. I don't on purpose because... Mm. If God forbid something happens to me, there is another representative because the odds of a double car accident, you know, like mm-hmm. that type of thing mm-hmm. coming from the same location. So I'm I'm an overthinker, mm-hmm. but it's the planner in me too. I drive my family crazy doing it, but that's why I always think of those things you need to be prepared and have just in case. But to me, that fire extinguisher thing was common sense. Yeah, that was that was crazy. I don't know why. Like that I was, like, was you don't you, see the little. Holes. Yeah, like it's clear. And you had to. It's not like you could just like throw that up there. You got to like get up. That I was so the, I was telling Amanda like based on that your whole the whole wedding is ruined because of you literally. So Lauren, in oh. the situation, what's your what's your next move after that happened? <laughs> for real, go outside and um go in the corner and cry for a minute and wipe my face off and go back in there and think start thinking of a plan like mm-hmm. oh so for example when my couple that the bride passed out we gave her a minute it was the day of the world series game downtown detroit they had just let out no they didn't just let out it, the game was occurring but she was in the hospital and when they said that she was going to be released the reception had started mm-hmm. we had already served dinner and um and i'm getting to my point i'm sorry and um we had started to serve dinner because you can only hold food for so long we said special prayer for her they said she was they was giving her five bags of saline then they released her receiving hospital right down here then that's when the game let out so imagine the traffic from receiving over here and i was right across the street from um comerica park (laughs) so it took her almost two hours to get to us for the reception but during that time i went into i i went in the bathroom i called my husband i was like pray for my bride like i'm freaking out but i had to go out there and put on my big guy calling my big girl panties and make it work you know <laughs> mm-hmm. and get my face together it reminds me of that old um rice krispies commercial when the the wife used to throw the little flower on her face like she'd been working hard i do the opposite <laughs> i do that inside and then come back out like i wasn't working hard but um anyway i had already started talking to the vendors like, hey, this is the situation. How often does this happen? Are you willing to do a do-over? Mm-hmm. Even if it's on a Sunday or Monday, are you able to do a do-over so they can at least get photos? They are legally married because they did do that, but they don't have any, you know, like they didn't even the finish things. taking all their formal photos. Mm-hmm. And everybody agreed to it. Mm-hmm. Um, except the caterer, we get, they were serving the food. And they was like, we will discount them. But we all are about teamwork and we are all willing to do a do-over. We didn't have to do a do-over. Um, it worked out and they were still able to come celebrate for an hour before it ended. Mm-hmm. But I immediately went into play and be mode. So I probably would have did that with them. Like, okay, let's figure this out. See what we can do. Whew, we're just thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it like gave me palpitations. I think I saw it like the... Week before our wedding or something like oh. that. I was like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then this is different because it's just not what ha- something that happened to the bride. 
you got vendors angry. Mm-hmm. Like you got everybody angry at that one person. I I feel bad for her. I do too. Yeah. I ain't gonna hold you. I do. But it's just it's so that it like you said that it impacted so many different people. Mm-hmm. That's the part that you just like wow. You don't think that. And how are they doing in life today? Do you know? <laughs> I don't. I, I know yeah. the makeup. Well, I don't know about the makeup artist. The makeup artist was the first person that I saw that posted it. Me but too. what I saw was they were like, the bride was still able to go through with the wedding. She wore her uh, reception dress in the ceremony. Oh. So I don't know what ended up happening in terms of hair and makeup since that stuff kind of got destroyed. But she did get married. So. But that also is good. Uh, good lesson. I'm not saying if she did or didn't because I don't know. But the makeup artist also needs For insurance. insurance. You know, for her items, I know a couple makeup artists that lost their things on the plane before. Mm-hmm. As a, it wasn't a carry on, mm-hmm. so that was a lesson learned. But this individual lost a lot of product, and you know, so we all need insurance. And I know that's a lot of things that people don't do when they start a business. They just think you need a website or mm-hmm. Instagram, and you can just start your business. It's a lot more to that. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to think about those things. It may not ever happen, just like car insurance. How often do we do a claim? And we pay a lot on car insurance, but that's what you got to do. Health insurance also, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is true. Um, in terms of, we were talking about the bride. There was an, oh, yes. In terms of, so in terms of the industry and working with different clientele, what are some of the things that you tend to have to like, and of course, people coming from all different experiences. Some people come in, they like, I don't plan nothing. Like, please just do it all for me. <laughs> and some people come in and they're like, I have this entire Pinterest board. I have books. So for, <laughs> what are some of the different things that you kind of have to remind your couples or tell your couples? I remember one thing for us was the vendor table that you told us at the reception. Because we always plan to feed oh. people. But it was like, oh, we need a, we need an they actual need table. They need somewhere yeah. to sit, though. <laughs> Yeah, so what are some of the things that you kind of remind your couples or um, things that you kind of keep in your back pocket to kind of just for awareness? Well, that's actually one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one that people forget about and just don't, you know, don't think about. And and that's why we're here. You know what I mean? That's why we're here to think about that and to help you, um, you know, figure that out and kind of help you cross every T and dot every I. But another thing, let me think of something else. Um... Oh, transportation. That's mm-hmm. another big one. If you provide transportation for them to get there, you need to make sure they're able to get back home. Because a lot of people, the by, by the time you have the bus come pick everybody up, you know, to take them to the church or the venue or what have you, by the time they usually leave by the reception or unless you're paying for extra hours, which a lot of people don't like to because the party may be four hours in the cell. Um you have to make sure that they're able to get back home, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. or they have their spouses coming. So I try to bring that to their attention, like make sure, you know, they're able to get back home or we need to have car service or something for them um, to get back to their cars mm-hmm. where they parked them originally. Mm-hmm. What what would you say is a common misconception about your industry and the type of work that you do? Um. Well, from a vendor's perspective, I know some vendors don't like wedding planners, sad to say. So that's really, um, I hate I hate that people feel like that, but nobody that I know and deal with personally feels like that because I always try to check myself because they feel like we're bossy and we're telling them what to do. But it's because I know, and I use this example a lot, if your your photos take too long, it's going to affect the time that the food is starting. It's going to affect the timeline that you have 
that you break down a um, bar for maybe an hour to save on time. And also the time that you have for partying with the DJ and your food may be overcooked because of it. So I'm thinking of the whole wedding and not just one specific thing. So when I'm fussing in a respectful, professional way about, okay, let's go with these photos. I know what else could trigger that timeline mm -hmm. from going off. So that's what people always laugh about me and my timeline. Even my vendor friends that I'm cool with, they be like, Lorna be cracking the whip with that timeline. <laughs> I do because I'm like, you're going to mess up everything else to do. Got, and mm -hmm. I put buffers because life happens. But yeah, if you go over my timeline... I'm like annoyed. So a lot of people don't care for that because they feel like we're telling them what to do. But I also try to reach out to the vendors prior to, especially when it is coordination and I don't know them. Mm -hmm. Hey, here's the timeline. How does this work for you? I want to make sure, you know, like, let's figure this out together mm -hmm. so they don't feel like I'm bossy. But then if they say, well, I need more time. Well, it's going to affect dinner time. Oh, I didn't think about that. See, and, it, and it's they're not stuck their in job. Their specific, they're stuck, yeah. Yep, they're stuck. Because that's their lane. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So that's a big one. So I try to um, soften my approach with vendors. Some people are very harsh with vendors. And it's just not my personality anyway. Mm -hmm. um, but I know some planners <laughs> personally that I probably would wouldn't want to deal with Name because names, of that. No, I'm just <laughs> I'm playing. Don't but do I, that. I, I hate um, DJs. Some DJs especially, they don't like it because when it's time for um, the flow of the reception, which is their show, mm -hmm. which is their show, the entertainment part or bands, they will be like, okay, it's time to do the bouquet toss. And they be like, well, I'm mixing and scratching or I'm using them terms, um, <laughs> whatever. But I'm like, yeah, but the photographer just leave in 30 minutes. Like, we got to get this, this in end. before they leave. And mm -hmm. then, you know, I, I do have to interject a little bit, you know, yeah. and remind them some too. But I'm kind of there. So I, I approach it very lightly, though. One of the things you mentioned earlier was just how, like, I guess, I don't know if it's been rough, but you said in terms of how you've been wanting to quit since COVID. But what is it about COVID? Because one of the things that we experienced when we went looking at venues is like, everybody's like, yeah, we're still backed up from COVID in terms of like booking and how things, inflation, prices, there's so many different things that have happened as a result of COVID. <laughs> so I wanted to know, like, particularly for you, what are some things that changed in COVID? Um, a lot of vendors for me it's been difficult even with hotels it's been difficult with hotel room blocks it's been difficult with um designer vendors um getting them to come on board unless you reach a certain minimum so a lot of people have um figured out their worth you know like mm -hmm. hey i'm not stepping i'm just using an example i'm not stepping outside these doors on a Sunday, unless you give me a minimum of eight grand mm -hmm. for decor. Mm -hmm. I understand it and I totally get it. But sometimes if that's a vendor that has everything you need and you use them regularly and your your client's budget may have been seven grand instead of eight grand, you like, oh, you know, that type of thing. But I've learned now. Now I'm 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 getting adjusted to it. So I even tell my clients. And I'm going to use this because it doesn't cover a specific client uh, vendor. But if you want all room drapery, okay, we need to get all room drapery and something else. You can't just get drapery mm -hmm. because typically that won't work with the, the people that I usually go with um, because they want to come in for something else, too, because all room drapery is not a grand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you get what I mean? Yeah. So what else we going to do? All right. Well, we may need to take something away then, you know. 
So that's the biggest thing. And then getting staff, because now I'm sure you see it everywhere. Now hiring um, all the basic restaurants are always hiring. I'm like, where did these people go? Like, where yes. did everybody go? Like, yeah, like everybody didn't evaporate. Yeah, yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, everybody. I said the same thing. Everybody, you know, didn't pass away. That, yeah. Where did they yeah. go? Yeah. Where? So finding good help is another challenging thing. And then the last thing is finding good, reliable help. Um in the industry, trying to find people that love doing it and not doing it for just the paycheck. Mm-hmm. Because anybody in our industry, if you do it, if you're just doing it for the paycheck, you shouldn't be doing it because all of us are technically underpaid. So you have to love it and you have to find people that's on your team that loves it and you appreciate the love for the job and the money, you know, but you'll appreciate both. Mm-hmm. We were talking beforehand about these on and off seasons, essentially, for when weddings are happening here or Texas or other parts of the country, the world. What do you normally do in the off season when you're not uh, planning weddings and like going and going and going? Because I know the summer months is crazy here for you. But when you're in the off season, what are you what are you doing with your time? So I am planning everything that needs to be implemented by the spring summer. So like now with my clients, they hired me just say during the summer. I'm I'm going over design meetings. We're meeting with the floors. They're coming into town. They're doing tastings. You know, they're doing all of these things during the down season. So I even tell clients that hire me during the summer. I'm going to be honest. Most floors will not meet with you until after October because they're focused on implementing the weddings right now and they're super busy and swamped and if they have a day that's a Monday or Tuesday they're just taking a breather because Wednesday they, they, they got to go pick up flowers to prepare for the weekend you know like that type of thing so that's I and it's important for me to educate my clients so they're not offended they're not getting back with me next year when it's your wedding we're going to do the same thing to the next client. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to give you our undivided attention. So I have to tell my clients, I'm in communication. I definitely will communicate with you, but I need these meet. We need to get all this stuff out the way before the springtime comes. And you're dealing with engagement season in a minute. Mm-hmm. So from November to March is engagement season. And that's when most people get engaged. You know, the holidays and everybody's all together mm-hmm. and I'm in love. I have literally on every holiday had inquiries. So it's like, oh, Merry Christmas. I'm engaged. And they, I'm like, do they go in the bathroom and get on their phone? Some people do. Sign a wedding planner. And they, I'm, and I'm like, they like, I just got engaged. I'm, and I'm like, take a day to just they be in the wedding. That, okay? that, that's what you wanted to do. Essentially. Listen, he told me, he, well, the day we got engaged, he says, you got a year to make this happen. But then said, I don't want to talk about it for another two weeks. I said, give me a couple weeks because I she didn't know what I went through to plan. To plan the- <laughs> so I'm like, give me a couple weeks and then we can talk about this. But she, she wasn't having it. So. Let me say this. Kudos to you. I've had some great grooms this season. Like, seriously, seriously, seriously. I appreciate you being a part, a part of this, the planning process. Mm-hmm. I really do. Even if you felt like, why am I here? I don't care about fluff and stuff. <laughs> and I understand that. I do understand that. But I really appreciate it because then the day of, you're not just so lost. Mm-hmm. I've had grooms that I had never met to the wedding rehearsal back in the day. Mm-hmm. 
the past two years, I've had more involved grooms than ever. And I'm just like, I think the world is evolving a little bit. The, my brides are like, look here, we're going to plan this wedding together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to just keep telling you how much. You need to talk to her so you'll see how much and not just get the bill. So I, mm -hmm. kudos to you, seriously. No, thank um, you. Thank you. The first thing I told her was, or one of the earlier conversations we had, I'm like, look, you you got the vision for this. So you you quarterback on it. Let me know where I need to. <laughs> let, me, let me know where I need to get it. I'm gonna get in where I fit in, but of course I do I do plan to be a part of the process. I don't plan to just be, you know, oh whatever this and whatever that. Like, no, I want to be involved in every step of the way. It's our wedding. And mm -hmm. that was something that she was very intentional about making sure and un that I understood and that others understood, whoever we was working with, family, whatever, that this is our wedding and it's not just, you know, all about the the bride. Because, you know, yes, yeah, it's it's the the groom is is your wedding as well, fellas. Yes, yes, yes it and is. I, I I've been um in contact with a lot of vendors now that cater to my gentlemen, you know, because that's important too, instead of just going to the rental tuxedo place, you know, mm -hmm. or something, you know, get your swag on and everything. So yeah. I, I like it. I, I like that. Now. That's kind of disrespectful too. I feel like maybe it might not have been a, a vendor directly, but somebody essentially like immediately went to Amanda or asked her about something completely disregarding me because they assuming like you oh yeah know. you the you the mm -hmm. one that's that's handling everything here i'm like that that's disrespectful don't don't do that to people <laughs> if you are marrying a couple you are marrying a couple that's multiple people so make sure you interact and engage with both of them mm -hmm. yes. mm -hmm. i agree well lorna we would love to know what do you feel like is on the horizon for you personally what's on the horizon for posh and prim what's in your crystal ball that you you see coming up Ooh, that's a great question. And I just said I need to I need to um go to a vision board party. I because I don't have a vision right now. I'm mm -hmm. my my crystal ball is a little cloudy. I I am interested in still doing weddings, but I don't want to do as many weddings mm -hmm. going forward. I, I want to have a nice balance. I'm at a place in my my family. I have an adult daughter, and then my son, this is his senior year. So I need to just balance that out because in a minute I'm going to be an empty nester. So I'm mm. like, uh-oh, wait a minute. You know, he was two when I started. I'm like, wait a moment. I need to I need to um, balance this out. So, but I also need money. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I still got bills to pay and I still like treating myself and mm -hmm. doing um, pamper time. So I've been looking into social media, um, doing content, creating a little bit more mm -hmm. and everything. So that's been pretty fun um, doing that. And I get to show the silly side of myself. So I've been teeter tottering into that. But also, I have been told a million times and I just haven't done it or I haven't prayed about it either about um, educating because I've had people reach out to me, a mentorship and like, let me pick your brain and everything. And I just never looked into it because I don't feel the confidence that I can just educate somebody. But if you just talk to me, I feel like I can't. Mm -hmm. I can just go at it. But, you know, using that term is probably the word that puts fear in my heart, you mm -hmm. know. So I don't have a direct answer. I know you like, what's your answer? No, that's, that's fine. That's <laughs> yeah. the truth. That's, you know, so that's honest. And uh, please, yeah, please do teach. Because we had such an amazing experience with you um, from day one. We were like, oh, she the one. Like, we yeah. got the phone. Yeah. I'm like, she going she to she take care of yeah, us. Yeah, like, she going to be on point. And just, you are also very warm and, like, you're approachable. And like you said, just in terms of how even just like interacting with vendors and stuff like that that's just who you are how, mm -hmm. how your energy so i know you can't replicate energy um in terms mm -hmm. of like other people and personality but just 
just like your knowledge and your skill set and how thorough you are. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, if you, if you're thinking about it, I think you should definitely uh, go in that direction if you are interested. For Thank sure. You. Yeah. Thank you so much. That means a lot. And your reviews, like the reviews I get, I'll be at home. Ooh. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but it means more because all, the day of a lot of people are just excited mm-hmm. and everything a little a little boozed up. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. y'all was fine, y'all was good. <laughs> <laughs> we we, we barely got a chance to touch bar. anything. We, yeah. like, we see the bar, right? I'm like, y'all were good. But like, yeah, I didn't. I wanted the guy that's like, man, I'm about to, I'm about to get wasted. Like, no, I wanted to actually remember and, and enjoy my and way. And that's what I try to suggest too. But you know, like your review, admit I was like, oh, that's so sweet. It means a lot to me. And then that's also. The the livelihood of people getting a chance to see my um, personality and hearing words from my um, clients. So I appreciate you all giving reviews because that's how we evolve in our business too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for the people who, because I'm sure you almost booked, if not all the way booked for 2024, but for the, the few spots that you may have for 24 and 25, or just in the future in general, where can people reach you with your website, your social media, all that stuff? Yeah, so on Instagram, well, our business name is Posh and Prim. I said that already, but um, Instagram is Posh, the letter N, Prim, P-R-I-M. And our website is poshandprim.com. And you can Google us and you'll be able to, we should come right up to the top. And I don't know if you said her name, but shout out to your uh, business partner one oh, more time. Oh, yeah, Erica Pecan. That's my girl, my BFF. <laughs> dope, dope. Yes. Well, we really appreciate having you and grateful Thank that you, you stopped by Thank the you podcast. So and like I said, you helped make our special day that much more special. Very, very calm, very welcoming. And it, yeah, it, it was it was easy. It was easy yeah. working with you, which I, I greatly appreciate it. Because I told her before we got engaged, I'm like, when we get to that point and it's time for us to get married, I ain't, I don't want to ask no questions that day. I ain't stressing <laughs> Good. <out of> that. <laughs> Good. And that's, that's one of my goals. You know, if I hear people bothering you too much, mm-hmm. I'll, t- I'll come and whisper and tell them, Tell my couples to say, I don't know, ask Lorna. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. you could be in the moment. Be right. in the moment. You've invested so much money in that day for mm-hmm. a few hours. Mm-hmm. You want to soak it up and yes. be sober, too. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. right. Enjoy. Yes. yes. But I appreciate you all thinking of me and considering me t- on this interview. I'm honored and I am subscribing. Please, please. please thank do. you. <laughs> thank you. And make sure that y'all like, subscribe, all those good things. And we once again appreciate Lorna pulling up and everybody watching. We'll tap in with y'all soon. Peace. Peace.